CDTV with me, your host Bishop Kai Dewa, here from my home in Wales. I have had the most incredible week. I am fired up like you wouldn't believe. There is such a sense of urgency in my spirit for what we have to do in God, in ourselves, for the kingdom. It is going to be phenomenal. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Minister William McGee, man of God. Good to have this you. <laughs> Oh, Bishop, how are you? I am fired up and I cannot begin to tell you the expectation I have in my spirit for what you're about to share with us. I have been waiting and waiting and waiting for this moment. Well, you, well, you look good. You're fired up. I can tell. I, I can feel that fervor, that anointing and that, that grace all the way from across the pond right here in L.A. We need it. Thank you. Sir. We need it and definitely feel it. And I want to thank you for your invitation, and I want to thank your viewers, everyone watching at CDTV uh, in the UK and all around the world, and uh, all across the nations as, as your voice is penetrating. Even as we speak, uh, barriers cross-culturally communicating with different people, different nations, different ethnicities at such a prophetic time. And so I just want to thank you and, and extend grace to you, sir, and extend grace to your viewers because we're going to have a powerful time this evening this afternoon in la this evening in the uk so i'm excited and i'm glad to be here uh my brother i gotta say it's a, uh, firstly let me say thank you for those words i'm now going to find it very hard to live up to that but uh secondly let me tell you it is a blessing for us to have you we are so blessed we have people watching here in the uk in kenya in africa um, in Holland, around the world, uh, New York, right on the other side, on the opposite coast to where you are, in uh, in the tri-state area. So this is uh, this is a unique moment for us. And um, I I've known you for several years now, but like with all of my guests, I'm going to ask you to uh, tell our wonderful viewing audience how you and I connected, because. You'll see from what Minister Williams says, the prophetic connection was there from our first conversation. So I'm going to let you explain in your words, rather than me blowing blowing my own trumpet, how we came to have the <laughs> how we came to have the friendship we have. What a a, a tremendous uh, privilege I had to meet you. Uh, I didn't expect it. I was traveling with my bishop, Bishop Clarence McClendon, and we were in the UK area. I believe we were in London, and. Uh, there was a connection that you had with him and uh, his office had set it up to where uh, you were to meet him. And uh, Bishop McClendon said, William, can you call this Bishop Dewar and, and let him know service time where we're going to be at? I'm like, sure. I got the number and I gave you a call. And the moment uh, you picked up the phone, we connected and you just started prophetically ministering and dialing into certain movements and activities up to the minute and the moment in my life. And I, I literally had to pull the phone back. I'm like, how, how? I've never even seen your face. You've never seen my face. But the word of the Lord was truly in your mouth. And from that point on, we were just like peanut butter and jelly. So I don't know if you guys do peanut butter and jelly in the, the UK, but but it, we were just, you know, two, two peas in a pod. We've just been connected ever since. Yes, and uh, the grace and the, uh, the friendship and the brotherhood, it, we're, we're really brothers, yes. you know. I'm a little darker than you, but we're we're still we're we're brothers. We're 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 brothers in the anointing, and that there's a coveted brotherhood.
between us. And that's what I love about it the most is that we talk and we minister, but we talk about real life. We talk about real situations, but there it's laced with the prophetic. It's laced with the now word of God. Yes, sir. So uh, that, that is the, that was the Genesis of our connection and through phone calls, through uh, FaceTime, through uh, meeting each other again in the London UK area. We're waiting on you to come to Los Angeles. We got to get you across the pond. You know, we got we got to get you on this side. We got to get that gift and that grace. We know the UK loves you, brother, but we need you here. So we're excited about you actually coming to the West Coast and uh, just hanging out and letting God use you on this side of the globe. But I, I'm just a privilege privilege to call you friend, my brother. So I'm I'm excited. Well, and deeply humbled. I, I'm truly humbled. Truly humble, and I, I'm now very much persuaded that this uh, this whole COVID nineteen thing came about just to stop me traveling to the U.S. Because the week they shut California down is the week that I was due to be there. So uh, you know, the, the devil is a liar. <laughs> sure is. Well, my brother, he sure is. I, I know that uh, my people here, Doctor Manton, is uh, a dear friend of of uh, Doctor Mike Murdoch and a. a true man of God. He's watching. Uh, I think he's still in Kenya at the moment. Uh, Miss Cheryl's joining us from South Africa. Miss Christine's back on with us. Lady G is watching as well. And uh, I know that the Word of God is fresh in your spirit. You're a man of prayer, a man of the Word, a man of the of the spirit of prophecy. And, uh, you know, tonight the gloves are off. You just go as the Lord leads. Share from your heart. And uh, you better believe the bishop is going to interrupt you if you if you you bring the fire. We're gonna we're gonna snatch oh, it up. You know, I I can remember, uh, uh, what was his name? Bishop Owens, the former presiding bishop of uh, of uh, Kojic, used to tell tell somebody, uh, tell the, the people in the congregation, turn to somebody, grab them by their shirt collar, and just snatch them up. So. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know tonight the Holy Spirit is literally going to use you to reach into our life, grab us by the, our shirt coat and snatch us up into the Holy Ghost. Pastor Terry, good to have you on as well. Pastor Terry Eckersley is watching and, and Pastor Terry is uh, our guest next Monday on CDTV. And then uh, Miss Cassie is joining us as well. Phenomenal. Her and her husband have an incredible ministry here in the UK. Phenomenal people of prayer and, and flowing in the prophetic Enough said. Ladies and gentlemen, let me give you the man of the hour, Minister William McGee. Well, thank you once again, Bishop, and I want to greet all the guests who are joining us uh, across the UK, all across the globe, even those of you who are here in the United States of America. And what a time to live in. And there's so much that's going on in our world and globally, and that's what's unique. It's not just the the impact that's happening wherever you're watching from. Everybody has felt this year the shaking, the uh, uh, the seeming uncertainty of the economy, of our society, of the fabric of life in general. And so what an exciting time to be believing. What an exciting time to be connected to the prophetic, to see scripture literally being completed and fulfilled and confirmed right before our eyes. And 2020 has been a year unlike any other. It has been unprecedented. Even here in the United States of America, in Los Angeles, we've seen things, not just with COVID, but with social uh, injustice and, 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 and civil unrest in our streets. And I, I can think back to 
uh, my Bishop, Bishop McClendon, prophesying uh, several years ago that there would be things in the United States of America coming into this nation here in the U.S. that we wouldn't even imagine could ever happen, could happen here. And we're living in those days. We're living, literally seeing uh, the breakdown of structures yeah. that we thought would never be touched. Certain people have run to years of, for sporting events to try to get away. But yet we see protests even in sporting events now. And people are saying, okay, well, I can't get away. And that's the truth. You can't escape what's happening now yeah. prophetically. But there's a reason for that. And that's what I want to minister this evening. And I just want to encourage anyone, wherever you're watching from, that God is with you, sir. God is with you. If you're a child of God, if you're a believer, if you call on the blood of Jesus, if you call on the name of the Lord, this is your finest hour. This is the moment that God has been waiting for to elevate you. Yeah, you, sir, you, ma'am, your family, your children, you yes. at your business, on your job, the dreams, the vision, the destinies, the purposes. Many of you have been walking and, and trusting God, but God is saying it's now time for you to arise yes. and to shine in this hour. And darkness, yes, darkness is here. And yes, darkness is covering the earth. But children of God, believer in the name of the Lord Jesus, sir, ma'am, this is your time to shine. And so I want to minister a word this evening that literally, Bishop, the Lord gave it to me at the beginning of, of the pandemic around March and with uh, the COVID-19 situation that was impacting the nations of the world and had then come across to the United States of America. And, and with people being uncertain, people living in fear, people living in anxiety, people running to try to figure out what to do, where to go, what about my job, and people seeing, you know, out of the grocery stores, people that lined up out of the grocery stores, and when they got in, the shelves were empty, and people taking pictures of empty shelves that they thought they would never see in their lifetime. And so it was during that time that the Spirit of the Lord put this word in me and I've literally been marinating on it since it's been marinating and marinating in me since March. So I'm gonna let it rip because I think it tastes, uh, I think it might taste a little, it's ready to go. It tastes good now. So if you have your Bible, if you want to pull it up on your smartphone, on your tablet or whatever device you're watching from, or if you want to go get the leather bound book, uh, I encourage you to do so. And once you get the scripture, once you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me to the book of the prophet Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, the eighth chapter. And I'm going to be reading and ministering from Isaiah 8. And uh, we're going to flip over to chapter 7 in a little bit. But I want to focus in what God has given me prophetically. And I believe this is a now word for where we are and wherever you're watching from. Yes. And again, sir, ma'am, your friends, your family, because they're connected to you. You are the light in this situation. You are the light and you are the salt of the earth. You're the salt in your family. Yeah. You're the salt on your job. You're the salt in your business. You're the salt now. Many of you that have been seeming, seemingly been in the back and, and, and kind of hiding out uh, behind stage and not really into the forefront, God is elevating you and promoting you and propelling you to the front. Why? So that you can just be a star. No, because he's put something on you that is gonna shine bright and all you have to do is stand yeah. in the truth of the word of God and shine bright 
for the Lord Jesus. So Isaiah chapter 8, I'm going to begin the reading of the word of the Lord at verse number 12. Isaiah 8, 12 says, do not say, hey, can, you know what, let's go to verse 11, excuse me. So let's start at verse 11. Isaiah 8, we're going to go up one verse. Isaiah 8, 11, and the scripture reads, for the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand. I'm reading from the New King James translation. For the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people saying, do not say a conspiracy concerning all that this people call a conspiracy, nor be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. Verse 13 says, the Lord of hosts, him shall you hallow. Let him be your fear and let him be your dread. This is the prophet Isaiah. And he's writing at a time that is parallel to the times that we're living. The day in which he's writing was a day of political unrest, social uncertainty, and economic anxiety because of the movements that were happening. And if we were reading and, and, and finding out context-wise and background-wise what was going on in the eighth chapter of, of Isaiah, Isaiah is writing and he's a prophet to the nation of Judah, to the people of God. And at this time, the, Israel is split into two kingdoms. There's the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And so Isaiah is writing to the people of God. And there's 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 fear amongst the people because of the Assyrian army and the Assyrian nation that's rising and becoming a, 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 a political power and a military might. And they're just taking land and taking heads. And, and, and so the northern kingdom of Israel has now uh, uh, made an allegiance with the kingdom of Syria. So there's Assyria, there's Syria, and then there's Israel. So there's there's these connections that are being made and people are in fear about, well, why, why, are, why are nations that normally wouldn't connect at this time, why are they coming together? And so because there's alliances being made, economically people are having concerns because they know that things could be shifting at any moment. And politically, there's political alliances and political dis dissonance that's happening. Even now in the United States of America, it's the same thing with the Democrats and the Repu Republicans. You're on the right, you're on the left, you're for Trump or you're for Biden. There's so much movement that was going on and people are like, wait a minute. In that day, they were saying, well, this is a conspiracy and that is a conspiracy. And people are there and they were trying to figure out the pieces to the puzzle because there was so much uncertainty. They had not seen days like this in Israel. They knew that God was for them. They knew that God had had planned and said in his word to prosper them. Yet in the day and the time that they lived in, it was so unsure because they were seeing things that they hadn't seen before and they were wondering what is this we've never seen this before my god and so isaiah the prophet of god the man of god the one that god has put his hand on starts to minister in this climate in this atmosphere with these movements of nations making alliances for the purposes of trying to protect themselves and the, it caused the people to live in fear because of the uncertainty. And the man of God says again in verse 11, he says, the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand and instructed me that I should not walk in the way of this people saying, 
do not say a conspiracy concerning all that this people call a conspiracy. And this is the instruction of the Lord to the man of God. God instructed his man. God instructed the one that he was speaking to, the one that he had anointed, the one that he had opened his eyes. He says, what people are saying, what people are calling a conspiracy, he said, Isaiah, I don't want you saying what everybody else is saying. I don't want you chasing the news of what everybody else is chasing because they're not listening and they're not hearing from me like you're hearing from me. And sir, ma'am, that may be the situation wherever you're at, where you're living, the nation you live in, the city you live in, the region you live in with COVID-19 and, 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 and the coronavirus and the medical doctors and the experts and the scientists are all saying something about there's going to be a fall outbreak and what happens in the wintertime, it's going to be worse than what we've seen before. And people are listening to and thinking that the experts or, or the so-called experts in the, in the medical field and the scientists and people are coming together and trying to project, well, what is the economy going to look like? If we have to shut the cities down and if we have to shut the businesses down, what do we do? Where do we go? And this is the same atmosphere, the same climate that God is instructing the man of God to not walk in the way of the people who are talking like everybody else. My God. This is not the time to be speaking the news that you watch on CNN or DBC or whatever news uh, media uh, 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 channel that you get your news from, whether it be Instagram or Facebook, this is not the time to be parroting uh, newscasters and projectors who are not speaking from under the inspiration of God. And that is where Isaiah picks up and he says, the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand that I am not to walk in the way of everybody else. But verse 12, verse 13 says, but the Lord of hosts, him shall you hallow, let him be your fear, let him be your dread. And he's flowing prophetically. He says, God told him that the Lord of hosts, let him be your fear. The Lord of hosts, let him be your dread. The Lord of hosts, the Lord Seboeth in Hebrew, the God of the armies of Israel, the God of the angels, the God who has angelic hosts, the God who has armies, angelic invisible forces that are for his purpose, that are protecting his people, that are pushing forward the kingdom of God. He says, let your focus be on the Lord of hosts. Sir, ma'am, let your focus be on your God. Let your attention, if anyone's going to get your attention today, if anybody's going to cause you to be moved yes. by news, if anybody's yes. going to yes. cause you, if the report is coming, that's going to cause you to get your attention. Let it be the Lord of hosts. Let it be his angels who excel in strength. Let it be the God who, who promised that he would send his angels and give them charge over you, child of God. My God. To keep you in all your ways, lest you dash your foot against a stone. That is the Lord of hosts. And Isaiah is saying the God, that the God of the armies of Israel, that he in this moment, in this hour, is to have your focus. Yeah. Is to have your attention. So that no matter what news comes, no matter what is coming in the earth, you're not moved by it. I'm, I'm, I'm moved by the Lord of hosts. My God. I'm listening to the God of the armies of Israel. He has my attention. He has my focus. And verse 14 says, why, why, why do we need to focus on the Lord of hosts? I, I, some of you may say, I'm a believer. I've gone to church. I, 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 I paid my tithes and I'm a Christian. But now God is not. God is saying this is the time to focus. 
When you focus on something, that means it has your complete attention, meaning there's nothing peripheral that can come from the outside that can distract you, that can, that can cause you to take your eyes off of the Lord in this hour. And then in this moment, verse 14 says, he will be, who will be? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts will be as a sanctuary. He will be as a sanctuary. And that is what God wants to do in this moment, in this hour, Bishop, I believe for every child of God watching, yes, sir. he wants to be a, a, as a sanctuary. It's interesting because of the shutdowns and they've locked the doors of the churches and have told churches that they can't gather. And a lot of people have felt ostracized and they, they, they were so used to coming into the house of God. Mm and worshiping so freely and how sometimes we take for granted the freedom that we've had just to come and worship corporately together. But notice what God says. He says he will be as a sanctuary. Just because you can't physically go into the doors of your church, God is saying, no, I got you covered. You don't have to go to the sanctuary. If you're trusting in me, if you're looking for me, if you're watching for me, if you're standing on my word, if you're speaking my promises, I'll be a sanctuary. My God. I'll be a sanctuary wherever you are. I'll be, I'll be your sanctuary. I'll be your place of refuge. I'll be your place of covering. I will protect you. I will cover you. I will keep you. I will feed you. I will prosper you. I will bless you. Yes. I will lift you up. I will comfort you. I yes. will be a sanctuary. Yes. Mm. They can't take away this sanctuary. They can lock all the doors of the churches all over the world, but the Lord of hosts will still be your sanctuary. Oh wherever God. you go, wherever you walk, you will carry yes, sir. a canopy of his presence and his abiding love and comfort and mm. grace with you. He says the Lord of hosts, he will be as a sanctuary, but a stone of stumbling. And a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Meaning this, that in this moment in time where we are, sir, ma'am, if you are not trusting in the name of the Lord Jesus, if you're not trusting in the blood of Jesus, if you are not trusting in the word of God, if you are not trusting and the promises of God and the weapons that he has given us, our spiritual weapons, you will find yourself stumbling while others are being covered. He said he will be a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both houses of Israel and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, meaning that these are God's people. There are people of God who are caught up like everybody else is. Mm doesn't matter what church you go to or what church you went to or who your pastor is or who your bishop is. If you're not trusting yourself, child of God, you have no choice but to stumble at the things and the elements that are taking place in our world today. Doesn't matter your affiliation. It it matters now at this moment. What is your declaration? What are you declaring? Because that's what God is looking to move on. That's what God is looking to cover. That's what God is looking to tabernacle and cause his abiding presence Mm. to land, to rest, and to follow. He says he will be, and at this time, Bishop, there are Christians, there are church doors that are shutting down because they're not trusted. Because they're they're more caught up in the news 
of COVID cases. And I'm not denying COVID. I'm not denying its presence. Yes, it's a, a real virus. Yes, there is a serious uh, a sickness that's going on. Yes, it is. It is real. But there is also a conspiracy. But I'm not chasing conspiracies. Yeah, come on. I'm chasing the Lord of hosts. I'm chasing the God of the armies of Israel. I'm chasing the God who promised me Hmm. no weapon formed against me would prosper. That's who has my attention. And that's who wants your attention, sir, ma'am, in this moment. He he says in verse 14, and I'm just going to keep reading and flowing. He says he will be a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel as a trap and as a snare to the habits of, of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. That's what we're seeing today. Yes, sir. Many people stumbling. Yeah. Many people stumbling at their job, trusting in their jobs. Mm. Well, what do I do if my job lays me up? Well, where's your trust at, sir? Where is your trust at, ma'am? Was, is that what you've been trusting this whole time as your job? Mm. Is that what you were trusting this whole time as your pastor to feed you every week. And now that you can't come into the doors of the sanctuary, you don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. This is what has been set before us. Who's trusting and believing God? Who is standing on his word and who is stumbling? Who is being caught? He says, they shall fall and be broken, be snared and taken. A lot of people, Bishop, believers, Christians, people that claim to be, are being snared and taken by the news that's being repeated 24 hours a day, seven days a week in the world today. Yes, sir. Verse 16 says, bind up the testimony and seal the law amongst my disciples. And that's why we're here today. And if you're watching CDTV, whenever you're watching CDTV, wherever you're watching this man of God, wherever you're listening to and watching from, that's what he's come to do. He's come to bind up the testimony and to seal the law. This man of God. And that's what apostles and prophets are for. And we need to thank God for them, for our apostles and prophets, our evangelists, pastors and teachers who are moving under prophetic unction in this moment, this day and this hour, because we are here. They are here to bind up the testimony and to seal the law. What's the law? The word of God to seal you with the word of God, to seal you with the promises of God, to seal you with the truth of what God is declaring. Why? Because when something is sealed, nothing can get in, nothing can penetrate, nothing can come in and hinder and disturb. And that's why God is raising up voices today to seal, to seal these truths into your spirit. So that no matter what wave comes, no matter what wind comes, no matter if it's a pandemic or a plandemic or if a a conspiracy, it will not touch you, sir. It will not touch you, ma'am. Yes, sir. But you have to let God seal you. Mm. Look at verse 16. He says, bind up the testimony. Bind it. Get in this word, sir. Stay in your word, ma'am. Turn off the news. And turn on the word of God. Turn on what the prophets are saying. The real prophets of God. Yes, sir. Because what happens when you connect with the prophet is that the truth is now bound to you. Mm. And now you're not struggling to believe it. It can't leave you. Because you're sealed. It's bound. It's sealed. He says, seal the law amongst my disciples. Yeah. 
This is the time and the moment. Yes. This is the hour and wherever you're watching from, whatever nation of the earth you're watching from, the moment and the focus of what the spirit of God is doing right now is that he is sealing truths, prophetic discourse that is full of insight and revelation. He is sealing it. He wants you sealed, sir. He wants you sealed. Some of you may have lost a job or saw decrease in your finances. God is not concerned about that because he knows that as the law of seed time and harvest is sealed in you, the truth that 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 you're blessed going in and blessed coming out and blessed in the field and blessed in the city, the truth that God is supplying and multiply every seed you've sown, that truth is being sealed in you. And the spirit of God knows that once that truth is sealed, nothing can stop you. Nothing can hinder you. Nothing, no pandemic, no, no economic shutdown, no uh, financial uncertainty can stop the movement and the expansion of the purpose of God in your life. Yeah. He says, seal the law amongst my disciples. Verse 17, and I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob and I will hope in him. It seems like God is hiding his face from people, but he's not. It's just that there's so much going on that a lot of times we can't see God because we're hidden by the things that we were trusting in and not in his word. Yes, sir. And this is the time and a moment where God is pulling back those things and exposing the things in our lives that you needed adjustment here and you need an elevation here and you need to be bolstered here. Why? Because it's the truth of the knowledge of God that is gonna cause you to see the victory that he's promised. Isaiah says, and I will hope in him. Verse 18, he says, here am I, and the children whom the Lord has given me, we are for signs and wonders in Israel. Yeah. And if you're watching right now, I just want you to lift your hands. I want you to lift your hands and declare that you are for signs and wonders, that you child of God, you have been birthed into the kingdom at this hour, at this moment, not to be a spectator, not to be a number, not just to be counted on somebody's uh, church role for their attendance, but the reason why you're here today, the reason why God has connected you to this man of God, the reason why you're watching and you are connected to CDTV, wherever you're watching from now is because God is raising you to be a sign and a wonder in your church, in your family, on your job, in your city, in your nation, sir, in your family, whoever connects to you, they are connecting to signs. And they are partnering with wonders. You are a sign. You are a wonder. He says, here am I and the children that God has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. While people are talking about conspiracies and people are talking about the election and everyone wants to know who's going to be the president of the United States and is there going to be another COVID uh, uh, escalation in, in, in the winter time? I'm not concerned about that. I'm positioning myself because I I know as I stand on the truth of the word, as I flow with God, as I stay connected to the prophets, he is making me a sign and a wonder. Your business, sir, your business, ma'am, Oh, brothers. It's to be a sign and a wonder. Yes. Well, 
but shutting down and others are closing their doors. Your doors are staying open. Your your business is expanding because you're going to buy the, 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 the shop that closed down. There's places and properties that are being vacated that are closing down because now is the time for you to go in and occupy and possess. Yes, my God a confirmed sign and a wonder and they will say how is it that you are increasing during a time of so much uncertainty during a season of lockdown during a period of a, of, 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 a, of a global virus that seems like it just keeps spreading all over but yet you keep progressing how is it that you're on top while others even other christians my god, my god. aren't seeing this because you're a child of god you're not you're you're a child of the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. Bishop, he said that to me. He said, in this hour, the spirit of prophecy itself is birthing children. My God. <clears throat> That's powerful. Children that are birthed from a prophetic womb. Yeah. And I believe that your viewers and those who are watching and those who are connected to you, meaning many of you haven't seen the victory that you've desired, haven't seen the breakthrough, haven't seen the financial flow, haven't seen the relief, haven't seen the turnaround and the deliverance. I mean, some of you are believing for family members to be saved and to be delivered from certain things. And it seems like it, it, you've been in a period of darkness, but I've come to tell you the darkness you've been in is not a darkness, meaning that you've been lost and that the, the, the wicked one has his hand on you. But I've come to prophesy to you that you've been in a womb. Mm. My God. You've been in the matrix of the spirit of prophecy. So and he has been holding you and building you and nurturing you so that at the moment you break the womb, you are of the DNA of the pure prophetic word of God. My God. He says, me and the children that God has given me, we are for signs and we are for one. And I believe that today, Bishop, that there's men and women of God there. Everyone who connects to you. They are seeing a dimension of them becoming a sign and a wonder. Signs and wonders will follow you, but he will make you, sir. He will make you a sign and a wonder. Verse 19, he says, and when they say to you, and this is what they're saying now. This is what the news media is saying. This is what. Instagram and Facebook are saying this is what's interesting, Bishop, about the time we live in. You don't have to turn on CNN or BBC or whatever network news network you. It's on your phone the moment you get the news notification in the middle of the night. Yeah. About what's going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Verse 19 says, and when they say to you, seek those who are wizards and mediums who whisper and mutter. Should not a people seek their God? I want to focus on that, right? I want to focus on verse 19. And when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards. See, because the mediums and the wizards are supposed to be the experts. Yeah. And especially in times of economic uncertainty and political movements and alliances. This is what was happening in Isaiah's day. The king of Assyria is coming. 
the Syrian army partners with the northern kingdom of Israel. And so they're trying to create an alliance to protect themselves from Assyria. And the southern kingdom of Judah is stuck between all this. And people say, OK, well, what do we do? We need to find out what's going to happen. We're not sure. We're not sure. We're not sure if we can trust God. Let's go to the experts. Let's go to the mediums and let's go to the wizards. That's what they're saying. They're saying you don't need to trust uh, your preacher. You don't need to trust those who are speaking the word of God. You go to the experts. Go to the World Health Organization. Yeah. Yes, sir. Go the, the the CDC. Go to the experts with the degrees and and the doctorates and and and, and those in laboratories who were supposed to come up with the vaccination. See, in Isaiah's day, they were wizards and mediums. In our day, there are experts who are not moved and who are not connected to God, who trust in their methods and they don't trust in the Creator and they are acting like wizards and mediums. Yes, sir. And people of God, do not be seduced in this hour. Because you may say, well, I don't go to soothsayers and I don't go to crystal ball readers and I don't believe in, in tarot cards. But yeah, but you're listening to the news more than you're trusting the word of God. You're wondering about vaccinations. Yeah, my God. Wondering when the vaccine, I will be okay when the vaccine comes out. If you're trusting in a vaccine, a vaccination or a scientist in a laboratory, you are seeking a wizard and a medium. My God. You, you know, man of God, with you saying that, because this is powerful, what you're saying. When we look at the New Testament and you see the, the, the Greek translation of what the Bible says, the word pharma, pharmakia, from which we get pharmacy, pharmaceuticals, literally translates in the Greek as a form of witchcraft. My God. So even in that generation, yes. Yes. they were the, the, the children of God were trusting in a form of witchcraft yes. that I believe we have legitimized by making pharmaceuticals and the uh, pharmaceutical industry a legitimate enterprise. And suddenly we find ourselves in an age where witchcraft for yes. no other no yeah. other term where witchcraft has become the acceptable norm yet paul said for i desire to know nothing save jesus christ and him crucified because all power all authority all healing yes. flows yes. through knowing christ my yes. god my god that is the deliverance that is the moment Sound that we're yelling because we feel the power of god and we're excited we're excited because now we're going to see sure, the signs and the wonders. We're going to see those. And this is what God is doing. He just stirred something. This is a prophet of God because you just lifted something in my spirit. We're going to see those who have been trusting in vaccinations, those who have been trusting in, in COVID tests. Yeah. We're going to see those who are trusting in that and, and the pharmaceutical industry. But we're going to see men and women of God rise up above them. And we're going to see flow and the currency of finances. And this is the hour and the moment of economic financial transfer oh my God. of wealth. It's here. Mm. Child of God, man of God, woman of God. It's here. And that's why he's connected you. That's why some of you say, I don't even know. Bishop Dewar, I, I don't know why I connect. This is why you are connected to him in this hour. Yeah. This is that moment where God is separating those who have been trusted and following mediums and wizards because they're masquerading as the experts. Yeah. 
But when the veil is removed, when the covering is lifted, they are the same as witches and wizards and warlocks who are concocting uh, 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 concoctions of divination and deception. And many so-called Christians are finding themselves stumbling, being snared and taken away in this moment, in this hour. But sir, ma'am, we think better things of you for we know in whom you believed and who you're believing. And he says, seek those, they're gonna say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter. And there's a lot of whispering and muttering. There's a lot of whispering and muttering. Yes, sir. We're gonna be shut down in 2021. There's wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. What's going on in Armenia and, and, and Azerbaijan and Turkey and all these, the world, the, the earth, the people of the nations of the earth, it's rocking and reeling because there's a lot of muttering. But the prophet says, should not a people seek their God? My God. Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? Why are you seeking the news media, the dead news media on the behalf of of the abundant life given yeah. new creation that you are. The only life, the only news that can give you life is the news that has life in it. And CDTV is that medium and stream and that platform to give you the news from heaven. Yes. To God. give you the good news from the Spirit of God. Sir, ma'am, BBC, CNN, Fox News, whatever news function, whatever channel, whatever uh, a platform that you get your news from, I've come to declare to you that is not your news. Yeah. And it's never been your news. Yes. Not for you, sir. Mm. Not for you, ma'am. Not for your children. Not for your household. And I'm talking to people, mothers out there that have families and you're concerned about your children and having to teach your children from home. You don't need to be concerned about them going back to school and getting a virus or not being educated. There's a promise in the scripture that says, all your children will be taught of the Lord. Yes. And great shall be the peace of your children. While everybody else is concerned about my child's education, you do not need to be concerned about your children because the news concerning schools and shutdowns and the effects of what's happening to them education-wise will not affect your children hallelujah because he says should they should not seek the dead on the behalf of the living yeah. <laughs> we're not trusting in dead forms we're not trusting in people that have no revelation no life and no insight and verse 20 i love it he says to the law and to the testimony this is the moment in the hour where God is turning you back to the law and to the testimony, to the word of God, to the word of the spirit of God, to the promises of God. He says to the law and to the testimony. And this is what he told me to lift up my voice and say, if you haven't heard anything that we've said today, this evening, hear me, sir, hear me, ma'am. Isaiah verse 820 says to the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. If they do not speak, 
if and many of you have been called he's calling you out of dead churches away from dead pastors away from dead prophets dead apostles evangelists and teachers why because they have not been speaking according to this word and if they are not speaking according to this word he said it is because because there is no light in them and if there is no light in them they do not need to be speaking to you they do not need to have your attention no matter how much you like them no matter if you like their hair and what kind of suits they wear or the coffee that they serve at the church or the children's ministry and their little campuses and all that the the, the mega church scene has it doesn't matter if they have 20,000 people or five people if they are not speaking according to the spirit of prophecy it's because there's no light in them. hallelujah and Bishop God is exposing. Yes, sir. Masquerading characters. Yes, sir. Who have been leading the people of God astray. Yes, sir. And the prophet says it's because there's no light in them. Yeah. If they're not speaking. And this is why I thank God for you, Bishop. I thank God for your obedience to him and coming on and, and ministering to people and, and speaking the word of the Lord to people, not uh, playing gimmicks and games and, and trying to do and impress people. No, this is the time to speak life and light. Yes, sir. And your ministry in this moment, your ministry in this hour is making a divine delineation for people to know that those who have been speaking to them, they cannot speak according to your word. Yeah. Because they have no light in them. My God. They do not have light in them. My God. And if you're watching CDTV tonight, it's because there's light in this man of God. And God wants that light to be in you, sir. He wants it to be in you, ma'am. He wants it, that light in your home. He wants that light shining bright in your children and your family and people that connect to you. Yeah. If anyone does not speak according to this one. To this word, what word, the prophetic word, the now word, what God is saying now through the mouths of his holy apostles and prophets. If anyone is not hearing from God, they do not need to have your attention. Yes. It doesn't matter if it's a newscaster or a pastor. God is saying it doesn't matter. What matters now, the focus and the attention and the shift is on who has the word of God. Who has the now word of God? Who's speaking not about God, but speaking on God's behalf? Yeah. My God. These are the voices that he's raising up. He says they will pass through it hard press. Who will pass through the hard press? Not you, child of God. Not you, sir. Not you, ma'am. Those who are listening to those who have no light. Those who are listening to those who are not speaking the word. He says they will pass through it hard pressed and hungry. And it shall happen when they are hungry that they will be enraged and curse their king and their God and look upward. And that's what's happening. Doesn't that sound like today? People cursing their king, people cursing political yes, sir. figures. This president, they want this person to be elected. This side doesn't like that. It doesn't matter who gets elected. It doesn't matter who gets into a position of authority. If you're not trusting God, you will be enraged and you will be hard pressed and you will be hungry. I will say that again. It does not matter who occupies political office at this moment, at this day and at this hour. If you are not trusting God and more than trusting him, if you're not connected My to a true God. confirmed prophetic, prophetic voice of God, a man or woman of God who is a confirmed prophetic uh, a man or woman of God in this hour you will be passing through this time hungry and hard-pressed and enraged 
My God. <laughs> Say that. You again. will be enraged. That's not you. We think and know better things for you, child of God. He says they will look to the earth and see trouble and darkness, gloom of anguish, and they will be driven into darkness. People are being driven into darkness, Bishop. And I, I'm going to close, but there's one more piece I want to add to this. And I pray that over this time of ministry that the spirit of God has just been kinetically making connections with where you where people are at. And I know those of you watching, I know this because he gave me this word for you. Yeah. Because this is what's been impacting the globe and the nations of the earth. But I want to go one chapter over to Isaiah 7. I want to go a chapter over to Isaiah 7, verse 10, because this is the question that I have is, how was this man of God, this prophet of God, in a time of political uncertainty, in a time of economic anxiety and social unrest, social disturbance, how was he able to stand and say these things that me and the children that God has given me, we are for signs and wonders and seal the law. How, what caused him to be so bold? What caused him to stand and lift up his voice, even in the midst of everybody else saying it's a conspiracy and, and this is wrong and that's wrong and, and this is going to happen again and this, there's an attack coming and, and we got to be careful. What caused him, what gave him the unction to stand in the midst of opposition. I want to show you. I'll show you what gave him the unction. And that this is what he's doing for you, child of God. Everyone listening to me at this hour, I want you to turn one chapter over to Isaiah chapter 7, verse number 10. It says, moreover, the Lord again spoke to Ahaz. Ahaz was the king of Judah at that time. And it says, ask a sign for yourself from the Lord your God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, nor will I test the Lord. Then he said, meaning Isaiah, hear now, O house of David, it is a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore, verse 14, him, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. And Bishop, I know we, we saved this for Christmas, for Christmas trees and Christmas cookies and the holiday spirit, but this is when Isaiah gets the Emmanuel revelation yeah. during a time of political uncertainty and pandemic and fear and anxiety in the nation of Israel. Yeah. God gives him and reveals to him the Emmanuel prophecy. And notice what Isaiah does. Isaiah takes this prophecy and you can read. And he goes on to say that God is with us. Yeah. He gets the word of the Lord. He gets the revelation. He says that God has given me 
the Emmanuel prophecy. And later on, in the next chapter over, Isaiah 8, and I'm going to close quick, but I want you to see this. Isaiah 8 says, Isaiah 8, 8 says, he will pass through Judah, meaning the king of Assyria. He will overflow and pass over. He will reach up to the neck and the stretching out of his wings will fill the breath of your land, O Emmanuel. See, there he is. He's, he's, he's using the revelation that he got. He's using the word that he got. God, he, so he's not just receiving revelation, but he sees now in a time of anxiety and uncertainty, this Emmanuel prophecy is not just a foreknowledge of what God's going to do, but now it's become a weapon. My God. Now the present revelation has become a weapon. He says, he says, be shattered, you peoples, and be broken in pieces. Give ear all you from afar countries. Gird yourselves, but be broken in pieces. Gird yourselves be broken in pieces he lifts up his voice in verse 10 and says take counsel together but it will come to nothing speak the word but it will not stand why for god is with us yes he oh, received god. the revelation Sacred. he got the name of god he got the plan he got the mind of god for deliverance as everyone was talking about the fear and the pandemic and the anxiety and the social unrest and the economic uncertainty, Isaiah is saying, I'm, I can't help but speak about what God has given me. Because while you're talking about shutdowns, while you're talking about viruses and do I wear a mask and do I not wear a mask? And when you're talking about protests and this isn't right and that isn't right. I'm seeing Emmanuel. Yes, my God. <laughs> I'm seeing a virgin conceived. <laughs> I'm seeing a miracle. I'm seeing something that hasn't happened before. I'm seeing a virgin conceived. I'm seeing a name being given. I'm seeing, and, and we could go, my and God. I'm closing, but if my you God. go over to the ninth chapter, he says, I see so a wonderful counselor. I see a mighty God. I see an everlasting father while you're talking about darkness and fear i see the prince of peace and sir man that is how you're going to stand in this moment and this is why he said the lord spoke to me with a strong hand that i can't talk like you i may live next door to you i may worship with you i may work with you i may live with you as a family member i may you you may be a part of my friend circle but sir if you're not talking with the word of god if you're not hearing from god i can't walk like you and i can't talk like you my god my god i'm not COVID. i'm not denying disease <clears throat> but god is in this moment, he's uncovering prophetic secrets and mysteries, not just so that we can say, oh, look what we got. Look what we found. No, but what he uncovers for you, what he speaks to you, what he gives you in the middle of the night, what he gives you in the dream, what he gives you in the vision. Sir, that is your weapon. Yeah. Yeah. That is your platform. That is your door out. That is your way out. That is your way up. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run in and are saved. And what did God do to Isaiah in this moment in time of uncertainty and movement? He gives him the name. I'm giving you the name. Because Isaiah, this 
is what's going to outlast the pandemic. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh my this God. is going to outlast COVID. The name of the Lord. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. That, that Before there ever was a coronavirus, Jehovah Rapha was always present. Yes, sir. But child of God, this is the moment and the hour to lift up your voice in prayer, to lay hands on your children. And yes, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. You don't have to cause a stir in the grocery store. Put the mask on. But just know I'm not trusting in the mask. I'm not trusting in Lysol and hand sanitizer and wipes. I'm trusting in the blood. I'm trusting in the name. I'm trusting in the impartation that he's given me. And, and Bishop, I'm done. That's the word that he put on my spirit. People of God, wherever you are, I want you just to lift your hands. In this moment, no matter what has been attacking you, some of you, your finances have seemed like the bottom has fallen out of them. And I've come to prophesy that the devil, that devil is a liar. Your finances have not been drained, sir. You are not out. You are not down. You are not beneath, but you are coming up. You just got to see it from the word. You got to see it from God's perspective. That's what we've come here to do. That's why I came here with my brother and, and my friend, Bishop DeWar, to do tonight on CDTV is to let you know that God is sealing a new day in you, sir. He's sealing a new moment and a new dispensation of blessing, of peace, of comfort, of prosperity. Because you're trusting in him. And some of you may have made financial mistakes. It does not matter. It doesn't matter, sir. It doesn't matter. Ma'am, child of God, hear me. And I'm turning it back over to the bishop with this. As you trust in what he is revealing to you, what he's speaking to you. God gave Isaiah the Emmanuel Revelation, the prophecy, the name, the virgin birth came, the revelation came to the prophet who prophesied it in the same political climate that you're living in, in the same economic climate that you're doing. It, it, it wasn't, see, we, 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 we got a Christmas time and presents. No, yeah, later on, we said, but this is where yeah. the sign of the virgin birth yeah. and the miracle of the incarnation. <laughs> the God man coming into the earth. And this is the hour that God is raising up God men, men and women who will walk in this earth with the full authority of God backing them. I just want to pray and speak a blessing over all your viewers, over everyone watching us tonight. Many of you have, I believe, by the spirit of God, have received confirmation to things that God has put in your spirit. So, Father, I bless your people this evening, this afternoon, wherever they're watching, from wherever they're listening. And I declare that everyone who is connected to this anointing, everyone who's connected to this grace and favor, that you are raising them up in this moment to be a child of the spirit of prophecy, to be a sign and a wonder in their family, in their home, on their jobs, with their businesses, other you. But God, I thank you that there are many out there who are having new business ideas and thinking, why would God give me this in a time of uncertainty? Because, sir, ma'am, that business is to be a sign and a wonder. Yes. So, Father, I speak it and I declare 
that the Lord of hosts is going ahead of them and has gone before them and is keeping them, that is protecting them, that is covering them. And no matter what the news, no matter what the, 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 the proclamations, the forecast, no matter what is being said and stated, Father, I thank you that your children, this man, this woman, their families, their husbands, their wives, their children are being made to rise above it all. And they will say like the prophet said, it doesn't matter, this pandemic can reach up to the neck, but it will not overtake them. They will be on top. They will be above it all. Because God, you are with us and you are with them. So I bless them today. I bless them this evening. If you agreed with this prayer, just lift your hands and say, I agree. I agree. I agree. In the Hallelujah. Bishop, I'm turning it back over to you. My God, man. Brother, I God. pray that you spoke the things of God this evening. What a word. What a word. You know, I'm sitting here listening as you're ministering. I'm very mindful to be. Uh, what's the expression I would use? Dialed into the word that you're preaching because there were some, there were some seriously powerful statements in what you said. But there was one thing that you said when you were talking about Emmanuel, God with us, and the Holy Spirit reminded me that the John, the Gospel writer, wrote that the word became flesh. And we, we preach so much about the birth of Christ. God loved words so much that he calls himself the word. He calls his son the word. And we talk about the word becoming flesh. But there is a word God has spoken to your life. And you taking that word into your life, taking that word on your life, becoming one with that word, is the word of God becoming flesh. It is you becoming, as the gospel writes, a living epistle of God's unspoken word being etched in the annals of time and history through the life that you're living. And right now, I believe with all of my heart, God gives one prophet for your life, not multiple. And this is why we're seeing in this day and age, in the pandemic, we're seeing the the, the demise of the false prophets and the false teachers. You know, the, the Bible says yeah, this, yeah. <clears throat> that they came before him and said, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And yet Jesus says, get away from me, for I never knew you. They, did, they prophesied in his name. Did they prophesy inaccurately? Did they prophesy falsely? No. They cast out demons in his name. Was that the devil working against himself? No. They did all of the works that they were able to do in his name, but they were not of the name themselves. And in so being, God says to them, or Jesus says to them, get thee away from me. I never knew you. There are people in your life that are proclaiming the word of God, but have no knowledge of the God whose word they proclaim. There are people in your life working the miracles of God, but they do not know the God who works the miracles. And in this season, God is separating people from false yes. teachers, false yes. prophets, false doctrines. I, I, I've not shared this with anybody. Okay. 
I've not shared this with anybody, but I believe the Holy Spirit is on this, and I am stirred in my spirit to do this. You know, Minister William, when I started doing CDTV, I didn't want to do it. The Holy Spirit told me one Wednesday, I want you to go live. Now, for everybody watching and for you, Will, forgive me the familiarity, but if I look here so I can look at you on the screen, okay? One Wednesday, the Holy Spirit said to me, I want you to go live. I had not done any social media ministry, any teaching, nothing for well over a year and a half. I was too caught up in myself with, I'd had a heart attack, hadn't been well, didn't want to do anything, had some personal issues come up, just wanted to get those sorted. And I, I, my focus was get me fixed. Not about who is God asking me to reach out to in this, in the mess that we're in. I started CT, CDTV four weeks before the pandemic broke or two weeks before it happened in, in California, because you guys were two weeks ahead of us in the UK. And I said the Holy Spirit, I'm not going to advertise it. I'm not telling anybody I'm doing it. Nothing. I'll go on. And if, if five people watch it tonight, if five people watch, I'll do it again next week. And I do the broadcast. I think I was on for like 30, 35 minutes. Really didn't want to do it. I had nothing to say. Didn't know what to say. Didn't feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Nothing. And I checked the viewing figures on Facebook. We had 106 people had watched it. I'm like, okay, God, I've I got to be a man of my wood. i got to do this next week. And I came back the following week. And, and four weeks into it, we go into a lockdown in the UK where we couldn't, we couldn't meet, couldn't do any of those things. And I said, okay, God, there are a people disenfranchised with the church. There are a people looking for a man of God and not hearing the voice of God through the men and the women they're listening to. And if all I am doing this for is to be that person in this season, then so be it. But I tell you this, my brother, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, when the Holy Spirit tells me to put somebody else on this live stream broadcast in front of the people that have connected to what God is doing in this season, because we're one of the few ministries that have seen significant growth, not from viewing figures, but from the financial connection to the prophetic anointing. When God tells me to put somebody else to speak a word, I know beyond shadow of a doubt that word is straight out of the heart of God. And I want to say this. Tonight, you spoke the very heart of God to this people. And it is confirmation of so much that Prophet Angel and I spoke of last week that nobody heard. Those were the private conversations that we talked about, about understanding that we are living in an age where God is deliberately allowing fear into the hearts of men, into the hearts of women. Do you know, I, I, I'm fascinated how the lockdown happens and we shut our doors to the world outside and the biggest door to the demonic that we have, we open every day, we put the TV on. And I don't need to open the doors of my house to let a demon in because he's floating through the airwaves every single day. 
And instead of turning to the word of God, instead of going to this and saying, I am standing on the promises. You know, there are people, you said it so eloquently. You, you, tonight was, was phenomenal. I really can't begin to tell you how strong this word is. And, and if you're watching, whatever time you joined, or you're watching on the replay, you need to go through this again. And I'm not saying that for any other reason. You need to get this word that was spoken in this hour into your spirit so that this word becomes flesh in your heart and flesh in your life. But when we turn from this living word to understand or, or to, to preferring what they say on the news, preferring to watch a film or, or any of the crap that we get through Netflix and, and Amazon and, and, and whatever TV channels you're watching, and Lord knows I got four or five hundred connected to my to my TV here. But when this pandemic broke, the Holy Spirit told me something that he's never told me before. Now, many people know I work in politics. So watching the news is part and parcel of what I do every day. When we had an election last year, around about the same time as you guys in the US, November through December, I was literally, the news was on 16, 18 hours a day every single day, consuming news, 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 because you're staying up to date with what's happening with the elections and all that lot. When the pandemic hit, the Holy Spirit told me, don't watch the news. And from that day to this, I have not turned on the news once. Now, it's happened that I've skipped through the channels and it's come on, but I have not deliberately turned on a news channel once to listen to what they say, because I'll tell you why. There is not a man on earth that sits on TV that can ever give me what this word gives me. No newscaster, no, no anchor, no politician, nobody can open up a story that we call the Bible and birth life. And Project Fear, as they called it, through this entire pandemic, has been spread by what we have seen on the TV. And I'm telling you now, I'm saying that to say this, when you shut the world out and you get an understanding, the man of God said something that is truly powerful. God puts you under a prophet to seal the word in you for two reasons. God wants it sealed in you so that nothing else comes into you. But when you seal a jar, when you seal a pot, what is inside is not coming out. See, that we, we, we've got to get to an understanding. When you are so intrinsically linked to the Holy Spirit that you allow the Holy Spirit to put the Word of God in you, it is only the Holy Spirit that will be able to take it out of you. And right now we're living in a day and age when people are being so overwhelmed by the... Now, Minister Will, forgive me, because... The CDTV family know I speak uh, very plainly. We live in a day and age when all manner of crap is taking the word of God out of you. And it's proving time after time after time, it is not the Holy Spirit that has put that word in you. Because what he puts in, no man can take out. And what he takes out, no man can put in. So we have to focus. If you can take one thing away from all of this, of what Minister William brought tonight, it is this. You need to know him so intimately that 
God with us becomes God with me. Forget the us. Don't worry about everybody else. God with us becomes God with me. God in us becomes God in me. God yes. through us becomes God through me. God for us becomes God for me. But that only happens when you have an intimacy and, and a, a depth. You know, just the word that the, that the, the man of God preached tonight. I'm too excited. Will forgive me. I'm, I'm so excited. When you get this word in you, it doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter what they tell you, what they, they say that you have to need and all of this. I stand on one word, the living word. This book that we talk about, it, oh, I could say so much about this, it'll upset so many people. This book contains the word of God. It is not the word of God because the words of the devil are in here. The words of men are in here. But it contains the Word of God. This is Logoi from the Logos. This is living words from the living Word. But if all of this, if, if this was just the Word of God, the infinite God of the heavens and the earth, the God that created the universe, reduces himself to a book. And there is so much more to God to understand him, to know him. I tell people all of it, especially preachers, when they, they want to train, you know, want to be part of, of me training them for ministry. I tell them, don't tell me you know God unless you know what he says. Don't tell me you need a word from God when you, until you've used every single word he's already given you. My brother, this was powerful. I'm telling you, this was powerful. I'm telling you, family, you need to connect with this man of God. See, he's a little shy. I'm having to force him to get on social media. I'm having to force him to do things. See, in church, I've abandoned the concept of church that we knew. I've abandoned having services the way that... When we start meeting together face-to-face, -face, when I start doing meetings in hotels or wherever we're going to do them face-to-face, -face, don't come expecting church to be the way that it was. Because I know at a point in my own life and my ministry and my function in the body of Christ is not about you being comfortable in a service. It is about me being so intrinsically linked to the Holy Spirit that your comfort is not my concern. His comfort is my concern and his presence in being there. Because there's an awful lot of churches right up to this Bible, uh, to, the, to this pandemic, that had some incredible services and no presence. I know churches where the Holy right. Spirit would go down the street rather than come to your service. So I'm not worried about whether you're comfortable with what's being preached, and I don't care about if it upsets you. If you are offended by what's being preached, well, then we forgive you for taking offense. What I do concern myself is that we return to a point where God wants to come to church. And stop thinking of church being a building. It is not we build incredible sanctuaries, and they are empty halls as far as I'm concerned. I am not interested in building big buildings. I'm interested in building big people, because building big people is what builds a big church. And this is why men of God 
like this young man here. And I get to say young man because he's younger than me. But this is why men of God like like Minister William are coming through the ranks because they are being born of the age of oppression, but born of the Spirit. Why do I say the age of oppression? Because we're now in an age where it's almost like the spiritual slavery that Israel was in in Egypt, where the secular society is oppressing the body of Christ. There was only one reason why Egypt enslaved Israel. They became too many. And we're seeing the church of the living Christ grow at such a rate that the secular society, the Egypt of this hour, the Egypt of this day is enslaving the church to oppress them from growing in him. If they became, if they became all they could be in, in God, they would be too powerful to control. That's why we see the news media saying the things they're saying. That's why we see the, the likes of, of, of organizations rising that have a secularist, humanistic, anti-God, anti-Christ approach. See, we need to remember there are two elements to the Antichrist. There is the Antichrist, the person, and there is the Antichrist, the spirit, and they are not the same thing. Right now, there is a very Antichrist spirit in this earth preparing for the Antichrist person to arrive. Oh, I could preach all night. Let, let me not go down that road. <laughs> Shanda! My God, this is a powerful word. This is a very, very powerful word. William, Minister William, you forgive me, I get too excited. Titles go out the door with me. I, I cannot, <laughs> I, I, my brother, I can't thank you enough. This was a word in season for humbled, so many. Hallelujah. Yeah. I feel the Holy Spirit moving. Sando such, such a time. And that's why I started tonight. But what a wonderful time to be trusting, to see your people of God, as you listen to Bishop Dwar, you're gonna see your God show up for you in ways that you have to read about it in the Bible to try to find some frame of reference because those are the types of movements and activities that God is unleashed, not going to be unleashed, be present in the spirit. All we have to do is just plug in and not be or chased away by the noise. Turn off the news, turn off social media, people on social media. That's not your news. You, I are children of light. Not only do we come from light, we manifest light. We shine the light in dark places. So that news can't be for me. That news can't be for you. No. So I, I'm just, I'm excited, Bishop, about what God wants his prophetic children. My God. My God. And this time and in this. What a time, what a season. And that's those of you who are watching your viewers, that's that's who they are. That's who you are. Yeah. You are prophetic children. And those of you struggling, some of you out there, some struggle. Some of you, you're not supposed to go back to the church you went to yeah. before the pandemic. 
this is your confirmation. Do not go back there. Yeah. Do not go back there. I, that was just in my spirit for somebody that's watching, for somebody that may be watching this later. This is you connecting to this man of God. Bishop, there's people that are connecting to you and they're struggling because they feel like they're betraying their old pastor. or their old, that, that day, that pastor, that church, that form is dead and God has removed you. He has circumcised you from it and circumcised it from you because he's bringing you into a new day. And those of you, and I feel this in my spirit, that connect to you, anybody that connects to this man of God and says, this is my man of God. This is the voice piece of God. This is the mouthpiece of God in this moment and this hour, sir, ma'am, you're going to see increase financially you're going to see an increase in the prophetic you're going to see an increase in the desire of the things of god many of you have been hungry and wondering why can't i press in why can't i break through why can't i go higher and deeper into the things of god well you got to have someone's all who's already in depth to bring you into depth and deep cries out unto deep and this, this is your deep this man of god right here my god so whoever that's for receive it in jesus name and keep flowing and moving with this prophet Wow. <laughs> you know, it's very difficult for me to say this. The Holy Spirit is, is stirring me to say things that I'm uncomfortable in saying. But I know that there's a reason for it. I am um, your bishop, my brother prophesied over me. We were sitting in the back of a car going to dinner. Uh, it was a Saturday night. We just left you at the Hilton Park Lane. And he said to me, you know, the Lord is going to give you sons and daughters. And I'm like, I don't want to be a father. And he said, no, no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm not saying it because, you know, that's the language that we speak as preachers when we can get together to, you know, kind of make each other feel good sometimes. He said, no, I, I, I'm speaking by the spirit of prophecy. I said, I know, I know exactly what you said, but I don't want to be a father. And in birthing this season of my life, in birthing CDTV and the things that we're, we're birthing now, even just last week being away with, with Prophet Angel, I hardly left my hotel room, which is unusual for me because I hate being in hotels. I've seen so many now, they all look the same. And uh, I just, I couldn't leave my room because I felt the weight of a father on my shoulders. And for the first time in, uh, now I celebrate 29 years of preaching next month, 20th of November. My birthday is my 29th anniversary of, of uh, preaching. For the first time in 20, almost 29 years of, of preaching ministry, it wasn't that I thought I should be a father to those that the church offers no home to anymore. It was the fact that I realized I had no option but to be the father they were looking for. And when you spoke that, that was as much a confirmation to me as it was to people that are watching because I really take seriously the weight of the responsibility that God has placed on my 
shoulders in this hour. I always dreamed it was possible, but never thought I would live this hour of my life. But for those that are watching to understand, men like Minister William are connected to my life for a purpose, and that purpose is born of the spirit of prophecy, linked by God. And I have a responsibility to stay connected to him because the word I've spoken into him and over him must come to pass. And there are many that have been in church that have had prophetic words and prophets come and, oh, and I use the term prophets. I, I should swap the spelling P-R-O-F-I-T-S because that's all they're interested in. They come and they drop these little words of wisdom, words of knowledge, and they disappear. But a true prophet of God that speaks over you, a true prophet of God given by God to your life, stays for the word to be fulfilled. They're connected to what is spoken till it's fulfilled. Isaiah, uh, sorry, Elijah goes to the widow at Zarephath and walks past multiple widows, but comes and speaks to the to the one that God has assigned him for. And there are multiple preachers right now that can bring a word for you. But that does not mean to say it is the word you need for this hour. Neither does it mean that it is the prophet God has assigned for your life right now. Only the right voice can unlock the miracle you need. And we have generations of believers running around church to church, conference to conference, preacher to preacher, just to get a word. And you pick up a word that doesn't necessarily mean to say it's the word you need in this hour. That's like needing a financial breakthrough and going to a healing evangelist for prayer. See, you, you go to a healing evangelist when you're sick you go, you go to somebody that teaches the, the laws of prosperity when you're broke. That's like going and asking a divorcee for marriage advice, a bankrupt person for business advice. You're asking the wrong people. And I'm not saying that they don't have a word of advice or a word of counsel for you. But if you're asking how do I succeed in business and the person that you're asking has been bankrupt nine times, one thing they've not done is learned how to succeed. So God is putting voices, a remnant, the Bible calls them. There is a remnant left in the earth. I believe with all of my heart, God is raising 200 sons of Issachar in this generation. You will only see 200 voices emerge in this current dispensation. This but Minister William knows what I'm about to say because I've shared it with him. I believe when Dr. Cirillo died, that was the ending of a dispensation. To the body of Christ. When Dr. Morris Cirillo made his final transition, that was the ending of a dispensation. And the immediate moment he passed away, a new dispensation began. And I believe we won't see the plethora of preachers that we've seen from previous generations. In this hour, you will see 200 sons of God. 200 sons of, of uh, uh, under the Issachar anointing. What is the Issachar anointing? The Bible said the sons of Issachar that understood the times, the, the English does no justice there. The Hebrew word is benach. It means prophetic wisdom. 
means they saw with a prophetic wisdom what must happen in this hour for the will of God to be fulfilled. Eleven of the twelve tribes wanted to put one from the house of Benjamin on the vacant throne of Saul. It is two hundred leaders, two hundred men from Issachar that rose up and said, No, God has already anointed David to sit on the throne. And if we put another, Israel will not be blessed. There are leaders emerging in this generation, voices the world has not heard of before, for such a time of this with one purpose and one purpose only, to speak the Benach, the prophetic wisdom of God that calls the people of God back to the holy mountain in worship. And I'm telling you now, I don't know what screen you're watching on, but the person on the screen next to me is one of those men. You need to watch and listen for this voice. And the reason I am pushing this young man so hard to become the voice that you just heard and to go beyond that is because from the very first moment I connected with him, without seeing him, meeting him, just hearing his voice, I knew God's will for his life. God showed me and divinely connected me to what must come to pass through him the man sitting next to me on this screen. So I promise you, this is not the last time you will see this man of God. And I don't know how we're going to make it work. I'm going to have to make it work with my brother Bishop McClendon as well to get you on the pulpit next to me at some point. And we'll do this in person as well. Amen. My Amen. God. Now, you have a, for, a forever yes from me, brother. Uh, forever yes and uh, I, I'm humbled and those of you who are watching I, I thank you for your viewership and I thank you for your partnership and I encourage again I encourage and I want to just take a moment anyone who's connected and connecting men they're, they're, they're still men and women who are desiring connection they're, they're trying to figure out that they're, they're somewhat I don't want to say confused, but they're conflicted because he, he's not my pastor, but he speaks to me. Yes. That's what they're saying. He, he speaks to me. He's not my pastor, but he speaks to me more than my pastor. So there, there's there's a connection. And I'm going to encourage anyone who's I don't know how the the the, 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 uh, the protocol that you have it. I don't know if I'm we're, we're raw, you know, so I'm just saying you need to sow a seed in this man. of God. You need to connect your substance. To CDTV, because this is what God is multiplying. This is what God is growing. This is what God is blooming in a time of darkness. Yeah. And sir, ma'am, as you connect your seed to this man, to this anointing, not only are you going to see a return on the seed financially, yes, you are, but you're going to harvest something out of the spirit of prophecy that you couldn't get yourself that you can't get by watching tapes. You can't go to nobody's Bible school, no buy no DVDs. You can't get it from anywhere else. You gotta go to the source. And God has made you, Bishop, God has made CDTV. He's made it a source. This is a wellspring. This is when Zacharias, Zacharias said, John the Baptist's father said, the day spring from on high has visited us. Yeah. God is using CDTV. God is using this man of God as a day spring for you, sir, for you, ma'am. So I want to encourage anyone who, and I know some who were watching felt 
led to sow and partner. And some of you have been watching and, and you watch from other parts of the earth and, and uh, the, the nations of the world. And you say, well, you know, I'm here. How can I help? Sow a seed. Sow a seed and watch what God does with these partnerships. I just wanted to share that and minister that if I could. So I just want to encourage you stay connected to this man of God. Thank you, sir. You know, at the start of this, this uh, pandemic, um, I did a whole lot of interviews and stuff um, and, and said a lot of things that a lot of church people considered to be rather controversial. Good. Uh, but I didn't. <laughs> God's never considered them to be controversial. And I, I asked the Lord, why, why is it you've, after this time away, why is it you now, in this season, bringing me forward to, to do the things that we're doing? And I want to tell you what he said to me, because for you, Will, this, this applies to your life, where you're at right now. The Holy Spirit said to me, son, I'm using you because you're the only one uniquely qualified to get them to their next season in God. To get them to their next season in me was the exact expression he used. And there are people in your life, there are people that you're connected to. The reason God is shifting you from where you were to where you are is because you are uniquely qualified to get them to their next season in Him. And it is, it is that making of the transition that unlocks the kingdom in them. So I want to honor you and thank you again for this word tonight. This was incredible. This, I'm going to, when, when we're done, I'm actually going to go back and watch this again. I want to, this word is, this is in my spirit. And uh, if you want to get a copy of this, not only will we leave it on social media, it's on three platforms for you watching on Facebook, Periscope, YouTube. Um, before the end of this week, it will be available on the CDTV podcast, the whole session, unedited, uncut. Like Minister Williams said, this is raw. Yeah, you know, I'm about as raw as raw gets. I, I say it like it is, whether you're ready or not. We, we need it. We need raw. We've had glossy and polished. But when life hits you, it hits you raw. So we're, we're punching back with even more raw. So Yes, sir. The Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But you can hear truth and not understand it. So it is the truth understood that delivers you. And sometimes that truth hurts. Sometimes you, it's, uh, you know, when I can remember being a kid, sometimes the best medicine is the one that you don't want to take. But you need it. So now, for everybody watching, they normally, you know, I normally close out with just a few words or whatever. If you want to sow, you can go to my website, cdtv.me, cdtv.me. Minister D is in, in Middletown in New York. She said no sugarcoats. And I tell people this, Minister William, because it upsets them. I don't sugarcoat anything because my name ain't Willy Wonka. Wow. So, <laughs> so if you want to sew online, you can do it. Go to my website, cdtv.me, paypal.me forward slash cdtvme or cash app Bishop Dewar. This has been phenomenal. I am going to give the man of God the opportunity to give us the closing word because I want to suck every drop of that anointing out of him before we go. My brother, whatever you want to say as we close out and, and we'll just... Bid the people good night. We'll see you Wednesday. I sense, I sense this in my spirit. And many of you, I want to challenge anyone watching. If you've never sowed, 
if you've never sowed a seed, if you've never connected financially, whatever the amount is, no gimmicks, no games, no pandemics. But if you've never sowed a seed, I want to challenge you in the Holy Ghost. What I mean by challenge is with the, the a charge of the anointing to connect your substance, to connect something into this platform, into CDTV. <coughs> Excuse me. Sow your seed, sir. Sow your seed. Connect in such a way. Why a seed? Because that's what God's going to multiply. The law of multiplication is inherent within the seed. So there's nothing else that God needs to do. You'll see grass growing out the freeway. Why? Because there's seed there. And the law of multiplication is inherent within the seed. And there's something that God is desiring to expand you, sir. See, the days and the moments have changed. If you haven't recognized and noticed, we're not going back to the way things were. But God is saying it's time for you to be the prophet in your house, in your home, on your job, with your family and your friends. But you need that grace. You need that unction. You need that covering. You need that protection. And when you sow your seed, you are divinely connecting that which God has given you with this present anointing. Ah, God. And you're going to see all the way from Wales and across the UK, wherever you're watching from, you're going to see the same annoying show up for you in ways you never imagined. And that's what time it is, sir. That's what time. It's time for you as the child of God to show up with the anointing. Because that's what makes the difference. It's the anointing that breaks the yoke. So I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you. I beseech you to sow Today, I'm actually going to sow something today. So uh, whatever uh, uh, means you need to do it on whatever the, 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 the different options. Again, those of you who are familiar with CDTV, I'm sure it's up right there where you can sow, where you can give. But whatever you're going to do, sir, ma'am, I want you to do it trusting and believing that this moment and this hour and the days that we're living in, that this is your time. This is why you're connecting. This is why you've connected. This is why you're streaming. This is why you're watching. This is why you're logging on. Because it's not just for, for you to receive. So freely you have received. And so this is for you to freely give. So I want to bless the givers, the sowers, the listeners, the watchers, all of us who are watching tonight or whenever you pick this up, whatever you tune in, whatever you uh, click play. And watch this. I believe that there's seed that's coming to you, Bishop, that's coming yes. to CDTV because people are going to pick this up later. And it's exactly what they needed to hear. Not just the word, but the atmosphere. This is the atmosphere people need to hear. Yes. That's what he said in Isaiah. He said, I will be a sanctuary. Yes. The Lord of hosts will is this is what's happening when you can't go into the physical sanctuary. You need the spiritual sanctuary. You need him. He's I'll come where you are. You're, he'll create that atmosphere wherever anyone is recognizing and believing. It. Yes. And that's what he wants to do. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this man of God. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for everyone watching, everyone viewing, everyone that's connected. Father, I thank you that you have opened the doors 
of their spirits now. And you are opening them up as windows. Yeah, the watcher, the listener, the viewer is a window. They are the gateway to heaven. They are the gateway into the supernatural for their family, for their businesses, their children, for people that are connected to them. You are raising this man and this woman up to be a sign and a wonder. And Father, now I thank you for every seed that is sown, for the sower, for the giver. I thank you that they will see exploits, that they will see supernatural increase, that they will be picked up and planted and transplanted into places, into promotions, into the front lines. Why? Because God, you are causing the focus. You are shifting focus from, from, from people who are not trusting God, for those who are not listening to you, for those who have not allowed themselves to come into your grace, you are causing those who are trusting to be elevated, to be promoted in this moment and this day. So I thank you that this seed that they sow is connected to that present reality and the harvest on this seed continues to flow and multiply into them, Father, in money and what money never could have gotten. I thank you that that will be their testimony. Bless them as they do it. We thank you that you're going to bring us back here again. And I'm looking forward to seeing all of you again soon and hoping that you'll see me again in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, man of God, I have been so blessed tonight. I'm telling you that this has been phenomenal. I love you. I thank you to everybody that's watched. This has been just go back and watch it again. You need to get this word in your spirit. Uh, and I will see you all on the next CDTV. Until then, this is Bishop Dior signing off.